2: The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It
3: is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. A Brewers victory again, 6-2 the final. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, and it just keeps getting better. Now 21 games over 500, their high-water mark, and the offensive output continues, averaging more than a little over six runs a game since the All-Star break. And speaking of which, since the break, they are 10-5. and five. And they have uh, achieved now 30 starts from this starting staff. This season, 30 starts that have gone five innings or more and one run or less. I mean, that, that's, that's where you're going to win. But offense, the name of the game tonight... And Escobar, uh, one big swing, sort of put this game away. And the return of John Axford here, well, that didn't uh, go exactly as planned. Now, did it? You're up six zip in the ninth. You have to get Boxberger up and in. But nonetheless, they get the victory 64-43 and 43 now. Here in the 21 championship season, just amazing as it continues. And I really don't care, guys. I, I really don't. That it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. All of these other teams have the same opportunity against similar competitions. So I, I'm not going to get on uh, the schedule makers for this one. Now, we will get a, a test over the weekend with the San Francisco Giants coming in. But you know, you're doing what you have to do against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And in their last four games head-to-head against the Pirates, the Brewers have outscored Pittsburgh 34-5 to in those games. Again, you could point at the schedule. Yeah, you're beating up on on uh, inferior talent. Well, you're not just beating up on them. You're not just winning games. I mean, you are. You're just you're just hammering this team. Thirty four to five run differential in the last four games, head to head against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, there's Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen, live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning at seven locations throughout the state of Wisconsin. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And the offense uh, continues to do what they're doing. The addition of Escobar, the activation of Lorenzo Kane, it's really made me rethink this offense a little bit, and I, th- I think – that it's not only going to be a, a you know an average at best offense. I think it has the potential to be a good offense. And who might be the most impactful down the stretch here? I mean, the the easy choice would be Willie Adamas, right? I mean, he's putting up some outstanding numbers. But another choice might be Colton Wong. Another choice might be Escobar. Another choice could be Avi Garcia. See where I'm going here? Another choice could be Omar Narvaez. Another choice could be Christian Yelich. Another choice could be Lorenzo Cain. Think about that. Now you have to rewind going back to April and May when these guys were horrible offensively. They just were not getting the job done. But now you potentially have 7 or 8 in your 8 position group lineup on a given day. If yeah, again, if you're going with your A lineup, which by the way, without Yelich tonight was your A lineup. This was it. This is the lineup I like right here. But you you have you are you have so much depth here and length in this in this batting order that Christian Yelich is just going to be just a bonus when he's back, and and indications are that everything goes okay or according to the best-laid plans is that he's going to be activated sometime over the weekend, possibly even Game 1 as the Giants head into American Family Field on Friday. But think about that. Colton Wong, Willie Adamas, Omar Narvaez, Eduardo Escobar, Avi Garcia, Lorenzo Cain. I mean, it just... Who is going to be that guy in the final two months that really just – or isn't there one? There may not be one. There may just be, you know, hey, it's, it's just move-the-line type uh, situation, different hero each and every night, each and every day. There's a, there's a guy like Escobar tonight, a couple of walks, an RBI triple, and a three-run homer. Well, I mean, you think about that, that is legit. And he leads the team in home runs and RBI. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't debate that a lot of people think he will be the most impactful in the final couple of months of this season. But they are rolling. Guys, this is <laughs> starting to get a lot of fun. I will tell you that, as here we are on August 2nd, and the Brewers are 21 games over five hundred. Sam, down the stretch here, If you, if you look at the choices – of, of having the most impact offensively, Colton Wong, Adamas, Narvaez, Yelich, Escobar, Avi Garcia, Lorenzo Kane. You're starting to lengthen out this offensive
4: lineup. Absolutely. And just what, you know, David Stearns and Matt Arnold like this team is deep. They have multiple guys at every position that you can play at multiple positions as well, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I mean you could probably say, you know, this guy you could probably count on down the stretch, Escobar and Cole long especially Willie Adamas. but realistically, if it if it's somebody new every
3: night, that's a win-win. It absolutely is. And and now we're seeing but again, we have things to go by. We have sample size to go by. And I would say that, you know, the the outlier on the legitimacy of of a great season from Lorenzo Cain. That that might be there and I would understand that. The injuries the, little bit of a slow start early on. I, I get that part. But again, as I, as I was talking to you guys, you and Rami on the afternoon show today, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to question the legitimacy of the seasons that are being put together by Omar or Avi Garcia or Eduardo Escobar or Colton Wong or Willie Adamas. See where, where I'm going here? That part of it is becoming more and more clear as, as the uh, sample size gets bigger. I mean, think about where they were last year. Think about where they were back in April and May. But let's just take a look at some of those batting averages last year. My goodness. I know it was pandemic 60-game schedule. I get that. But now we're seeing David Stern's, you know, um, I guess vision here come to fruition. And these guys are good hitters. I just see them improving. I won't say that they're going to be the best offense in the game down the stretch here. I won't go that far, but I see them continuing to improve for a couple of different reasons. The sample size would bear that out, but it also um, the, the energy in a dog days of summer pennant race. I mean, they're gaining confidence as we go along here. And, and quite frankly, so are we as fans. 799, 1250. You got a couple of months of baseball left and an offense that is looking much, much better. And who might be that guy that you pick to click here in August and September? I, I, honestly, I think you could make an argument for any one of those guys I just talked about. Every single one of them would be, you know, uh, a, a guy that I would say, okay, I could see that. You know, Colton Wong leading the charge. I could see that. By the way, the lineup, I, I said this is your A lineup without Christian Yelich. This is it. Wong, Adamas, Narvaez, Escobar, uh, Avi Garcia. Talez is batting sixth here. Well, there's a guy too. I mean, there's another one. I don't know about if you can talk about legitimacy and, and a confidence level that he would continue this. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Tyrone Taylor, been really good for a month plus. Really good. And maybe more more than that. And then Lorenzo Cain. And by the way, if you're batting Lorenzo Cain eighth, Craig Council, just would be my suggestion. Just bite the bullet and have him bat ninth. Just get through one time through and you reset and everything's fine. That's like an an additional leadoff hitter in front of Colton Wong. You got Lorenzo Kane, Wong, Adamas, 9-1-2. I'm, I don't know. That's just my goofiness, I guess. 7-9-9, Let's get some reaction here. Who in this lineup, you've got a lot of choices here. Brewers get the victory tonight, 6-2 the final. And John Axford's uh, return did not go as planned. <laughs> Uh, he didn't he didn't make it out of his uh, outing today but uh, cross your fingers that you know there's something to to work on here let's go to Dave Dave you're first up on the fan what do you say
5: hey thanks for the opportunity man I uh, I was at the game I love the fact that the Brewers battled um, in a situation where it was a low scoring game I, I I agree with you that You can't tell which bat's going to come alive. I think if Christian Jelic comes alive, this World Series is inevitable. We're 21 games over without Christian. Mm -hmm. So the fact that what we're doing without 22 to me is amazing. So just appreciate uh, what they're doing, how they're doing it, pitching with just enough batting. Escobar was an amazing ad. That, I don't that, know where Sean fits. I really
6: don't.
3: Yeah, you know, there are some tough choices, Dave. Thanks for the call. You you're right. Vogelback, Shaw, Tyrone Taylor, there's three that I would point to right there. And Rowdy Telles. I mean, there's four, really. What are they going to do there? I mean, it's a good problem to have. No question. Great problem to have. But we'll see. The the you know, the better you get, I guess the the more difficult the uh, decisions will be. But they're covered, they've been covered, and I think Stearns, by plan, has put this thing together for coverage. And we'll see if this COVID thing kind of chills out a little bit in that bullpen, and and that makes me a little nervous here uh, with regards to maybe the Brewers getting a little bit of a break here and maybe a, a couple of days off here. That's just you – now. that's the uh, – reality of the situation. I hope it doesn't get that far, but, but uh, you never know. 799 If and, and Dave brought it up. If Christian Yelich gets rolling, my goodness, now what? I mean, now, now that's a different – and even now you could say since the All-Star break and, and we're seeing this thing mold into a much better offensive team. But that is just some riches there if Christian Yelich gets going. You're right, Dave. They're doing this without Yelich. Hell, Manny Pinas is more home runs than Christian Yelich this year. That, that should put it into perspective. Seven nine 1250 let's go to Brett. Brett, you're next up on the fan. What's going on, Brett?
7: Hey, Tim. Hey, I, I gave you a call Thursday night. We were on our way from Pittsburgh to Atlanta. Yes, sir. Um, wasn't able to to call in this weekend but we're on our way home from the game again now and um yeah I mean I, I know it's the Pirates tonight but but these guys they just keep on rolling and I I don't see them stopping I think for me over the next two or three weeks we and you mentioned the COVID cases um we just got to tread water we can't let the Reds I mean the Reds are starting to get hot we can't let them um make this thing a race again and then for me it, it's it's all Christian Yelich. I mean I I can't see him as confident as other people. I mean, we're going on two years now, but, I mean, he, he's the piece. I mean, he he's the guy that, that has to hit, um, I think, for us to be a, a true World Series contender. I know we have the three pitchers. I know we have the bullpen, and I like our offense, but um, it's on him. And I think with us not making that huge splash to the deadline, I think it puts a little bit more pressure on him. But um, he's the guy, he's shown us he can do it before, and, and we need him to click here by the by the end of August for down the stretch.
3: Brett, thanks for the call. It is a great kind of a vision, if you will, to uh, to have Yelich and, and get hot and just just be Christian Yelich. I I will say that because when you look at say the LA Dodgers, when you're looking at. You know, these these guys, Turner and Bellinger and and Betts and, and these guys stacked lineup, good offense, right? If Christian Yelich is going to hit like Christian Yelich, I think you could say the same thing about the Milwaukee Brewers offense. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but again, my point is there's enough sample size to legitimize most of these hitters in the top six. I think all of them, really, when you think about it. They're not going anywhere. They're not going, they're not going to end up with 205 batting averages here. And no power, no slug, no on-base. They're, they're going to continue to do what they're doing. So add a Christian Yelich with some thump and some game-changing swings. You see it from Eduardo Escobar tonight. This is what I was, I've been talking about over the weekend and really the the last couple of weeks. The thing missing with Christian was a once-a-week game-changer winning the game in the fourth inning when he hit a three-run bomb, like Escobar did tonight. Those slots in the order came up a little bit different or come up a little bit different without Christian Yelich in there. I'm not saying the team is better without him. I'm just saying that in terms of the game-changing swings, the game-winning swings, which... Good offensive players come up with about once a week. That's been missing. Okay, well that slot doesn't come up anymore. That slot for a walk right there. That Christian Yelich, who will give him credit, had been drawing some walks, but you know now the game-changing swings are, you know, Eduardo Escobar or Willie Adamas. I see uh, Avi Garcia. Avi Garcia, by the way, is flying under the radar offensively. He really is. All right, we'll take a break. Brewers get the victory tonight, 6-2 the final. Their offense is rolling. The win-loss column just looks sweeter and sweeter every single game. 64-43, 55 to play. And the Reds, yeah, they're frustrated. They're off tonight, and they lose a half game. Seven and a half now back of the Brewers in the Central. Who is going to be the most impactful down the stretch here the last couple of months. It's all right to say Christian Yelich. He may be active on Friday, and if he gets on a roll, look out. I'll give you my answer. I want Sam's answer, too, after the break here. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway and Union Grove. Brewers take game one of this three-game set, a 6-2 final. We'll be back here on The Fan.
2: Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Postgame Show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414 799 1250 Or tweet the show at 1250 AM The FAN.
3: 6-2. Brewers get the victory. Game one of this three-game set. Game one of this six-game homestand. Three against the Pirates 3. Head to head against those San Francisco Giants and 23000 plus on a Monday night. Now, $6 Terrace, that helps. Thank you, Miller Lite. That, that does help. But this, uh, this stuff about you know, professional sports is, is kind of pricing out the consumer. Uh, not, not for $6. I know it's a Monday night. But it's still a Major League Baseball game. It's still your favorite team. All right, so we're talking about uh, who's going to have the most impact uh, the next couple of months of baseball with this offense. By the way, let me just let me just give you an update on the big three in the rotation and their ERAs. Eric Lauer now has a three five ERA. Brett Anderson three six seven, and Adrian Hauser three sixty nine. Yeah, you thought I was talking about the other big three. No, I'm talking about those guys. There were years, Sam, in which we'd look at those ERAs and say, man, Brewers got something going with their rotation here. 3-5, three, three, six, three, six. Yeah, I mean, especially, too, it'd be one thing if, you know, an outing after
4: Woody, uh, Corbin, or Freddie pitched that, you know, one of these pitchers just blows up and gives up five or six runs, but – I think they're kind of taking upon themselves watching these guys pitch every day. That hey, we got to do our part. And to their credit, Hauser, Lauer, and um, Anderson too. I mean, Anderson, I cannot fathom how good he's been, but it's
3: been really good. It's yeah.
4: it, it's more than you can ask from these guys, and it's just amazing baseball this year.
3: Yeah, and they—that's why I'm giving that some love here because those three dudes are just just really doing a lot more than than a lot of people expected. That's for sure, and that's that's helping. Certainly. i got news on John Axford and a potential eh, not good. Uh, That's coming up in just a little while. And uh, 799-1250 talking about the most impact offensively down the stretch. And I'm just going to – maybe it's the chalk pick. I don't know. But you have a lot of choices. I could see Omar Narvaez. He's been probably – him and Avi have been the most consistent, I think, throughout the season. But we're getting a a nice taste of Eduardo Escobar here, and that's going to be my choice. I just think that he is popped into this order with a bunch of traffic around him. It's going to happen just like it happened tonight. He's going to have just game-changing put-away swings. And he had one, uh, we'll get to that in our recap, a couple of walks, a triple, a home run, uh in uh in eduardo escobar's game tonight 799 1250 we'll go to patrick patrick you're next who do you have picking to click the last couple of months on the offensive side
8: oh franchise you stole my thunder that's, that's my guy escobar um i think with him uh batting you know switch hitting either side he's going to put a lot of pressure on on opposing teams but i Another thing I think is important uh, is when we put him in the lineup and he plays at first base, think of this, Tim, like seven of the first first eight batters, the speed that they have and the power. I think we saw a little bit of it tonight with Wong putting pressure on Pittsburgh going from first to third on a wild Mm -hmm. pitch.
3: You had Lorenzo Cain with a stolen base today.
8: Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of that in the last 50 some games here with um, really stealing some bases, but really forcing the defense, you know, to make a play. And I just, I, I just love the first eight batters with uh you know, Navarre doesn't have the best of speed, but he's got the pop. But um, the other guys all have speed and pop, and I think they're going to be dangerous going forward. But I got to go with Escobar.
3: Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for the, thanks for the call, Patrick, as always. I appreciate that. Um, they, they seem to be running a little bit more. I don't, I don't know if it's going to go back to the Reneke, uh, you know, test your limits, uh, Craig council. Let's, let's go to the extreme and see and see see where the limits are. I think council learned that from Ron Renneke, but they seem to be running a little bit more as of late. So that's, that's an aspect of this offense that can put pressure on those other guys and man Lorenzo Cain looks good Sam is he your choice
4: yeah I'm gonna go a little outside of the box here because I think you know Wong Adamas Narvaez Escobar Garcia all those guys I think you're right you don't have to worry about they're gonna be reliable throughout the rest of the season so I'm gonna go with Cain here just because since coming back from injury you you kind of talked about a little bit he looks like a gazelle running the bases right now it looks Looks like he went back in a time machine and got six years younger and man, if you can get that production, you know, Rami and I were talking about it too on our, our, our afternoon show is when he was coming back from the injury, we were just saying, oh, it's going to be good to have him in the clubhouse and all that. We weren't really expecting anything on offense. And if you can get, you know, just a base hit or two here and there and have him stealing bases at the bottom of the order. I and mean, that just adds more depth to this brew's offense.
3: Yeah, uh, Omar Narvaez, uh, the baseball gods owe him. He's been really barreling balls up and not a ton to show for it. Tyrone Taylor, same thing tonight, uh, that uh, some defensive plays took a couple of knocks away from him. And the other thing, uh, real quick, with Escobar is that, you know, the, the on-base percentage isn't all the way to where you would like it. It's, it's uh, right around 300 flat, but you wouldn't know it. By his, you know, less than a week of Brewers baseball, he's drawn his walks. He drew a couple of more walks in in tonight's performance as well. That would be a big bonus as well to keep the line moving with with an offensive lineup like this. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Philip. You are next here on the fan. What's going on, Phil?
0: Hey, Tim and Sam. Thanks for taking my call. Coming mm-hmm. home from the game with my friend here, so we got to see the whole thing and saw expert in the situation there. But if you're asking me who I thought might be the quick, I'm still going to go with Willie Adamas. And this whole thing, this whole push out of the slump in maze started with him and it just fed off of it. And then adding Rowdy and whatnot, it's, it's really come to a head. So I, I'm going to go with him.
3: What is going on with the rowdy chance here? Is that is that the Brewers' version of Bobby Portis? I,
0: I'm going to say it was because halfway through Channy Rowdy, <laughs> I was Channy Bobby. Oh,
9: yeah.
0: <laughs> I was trying yeah. to get. No, I think the whole stadium was was feeling it, and I mean that's that's the kind of guy you can get into, um, and he's he's showing it with this bat, especially this last Braves series and the series beforehand. Um, yeah. So, you...
3: Good. You guys were super loud with the rowdy chance, not his last at bat where he got the base hit the one before that I really thought if he you know if he would have taken one out it would have brought the house down
0: that's what I was saying that's what I was saying too to my friend it, it he was he was there for us um but yeah um I do want to ask i gotta ask about braun is there any chance, anything you see where he might come in September, and I'll I'll jump off the line and listen to the answer.
3: I still say he's going to. Yeah, I do. I do. And you know, it's going to be. Uh, all I know is 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 what you guys know, and that is uh, when the Bucks uh, won the won the title. He was was it was it the title game? Was it the uh, game six? Sam, do you know? Uh, the game that he was you know at the brew game at yeah, the Bucks game. I th- it, was either, it was either game five I think or game so. six, yeah. Yeah, I think so. He said he's considering it, hasn't completely ruled it out. Now, he wasn't talking necessarily about the Brewers. I think he was referring to you know, playing baseball again. All I know is what the dude said. Dude said he hasn't completely ruled it out. So, and I'm going to stick with yes, he's back. It makes so much sense special seasons special stories john axford is one of them in a way it is now it didn't go very well today i i can i can relate with you on, uh, on that philip but uh and and now some news on the injury uh front for uh john axford we'll get that for you in a little bit uh get into our uh, game recap here um First inning, both teams go one, two, three. Lauer, a base hit given up and a hit batter in that second inning, but he worked around that. Lead-off walk by Escobar in the bottom of the second. Nothing for the crew or the Pirates through two innings of work. Lauer a little less stressful in that third inning uh, as the uh, Brewers to work and in business. Bottom of the third inning, a lead-off infield single by Lorenzo Cain. That brought up Lauer, and during that at bat, Kane steals second base. Lauer then bunts while well, he attempted a sacrifice bunt to move him over. And the bunt was so good, it goes down as a base hit. Runners at the corners with nobody out for Colton Wong.
6: Wong in the air, left field. Kane goes to tag. Evans throw to the plate. He's got a great arm, but that's off the mark. Kane scores. Sack flying at an RBI for Colton Wong, and the Brewers strike first. Uh, he'll take that, and a 1-2 count.
3: Well, things got a little weird after that. Adamas then allegedly hit into a double play to end the inning, uh, and everyone goes to commercial break. TV goes to break. You go to break. If you were at the game, you probably said, whoa, wait a second here. What's going on? Uh, they're gonna they're gonna replay challenge this thing and that's that uh, phantom kind of force out the neighborhood call at second base and uh, good stuff from the video crew uh, again for the Milwaukee Brewers as uh, they don't get it runner at second is safe that's Eric Lauer one in two outs for Omar and he flies out uh, and after all that the Brewers do take a one zip lead. Uh, into the fourth inning, one out double given up by Eric Lauer, but a strikeout, ground out, gets him back in the dugout. One zip, Lauer pitching well to that point, four scoreless, and he's going to have to continue to pitch well because the Brewers offense just wasn't wasn't cooking yet. A leadoff walk again in that fourth uh, for Escobar. Another double play and a ground out. Move that game into the fifth inning. Lauer works around a leadoff base hit in the fifth inning, but shuts it down after that. Five scoreless for Eric Lauer. I mean, wow. Brewers quick. One, two, three in the fifth. Just one zip into the sixth inning. Brent Suter coming in. 84 pitches, three hits, no walks. A hit batter for Lauer. Three strikeouts five scoreless and the starting pitching just been amazing this season for sure. Suter one, two, three frame very quickly. That's what Brent Suter does. Brewers extend the lead. They hit the pay window all after two outs, a walk to Omar and he comes all the way around off the bat of Eduardo Escobar.
6: Escobar rolls over one that's down the right field line fair. Hits the wall at a bounce. Narvaez on his horse. He's going to be waved home. And no throw. Escobar in the third. It's an RBI for
3: Escobar. 2-0 Brewers. Yeah, take that. The highlights on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Two zip. Avi was hit by a pitch. And during the Tellez at bat, there's another stolen base. Avi steals second. As uh, the Brewers looking for more, uh, Telez works the uh, bases. Well, he works the bases loaded with an intentional walk. They want to go to uh, Taylor. Works it to two one. This is great at bat from Tyrone Taylor. He fights through a bad call on two one. Uh, the count goes to two two. Then it goes to three two. Then he fouls off three consecutive pitches. The old merry go round play going. Everybody on the base is getting their workout. And in a nine-pitch at-bat, oh, it ends nicely for Tyrone Taylor.
6: 3-2, runners go, and ball four. Just missed. Taylor draws a walk with the bases loaded. He
3: did go with a slider. He just barely missed that outside corner. Yeah, the Brewers get two in that sixth inning to take a three-zip lead into the seventh inning. Suter shot it down right there, two scoreless for the Brewers' southpaw, and uh, a double play was in there as well uh, to uh, get him out of there a little bit quicker. Brewers looking for more in the seventh inning. After one out, an infield single for Colton Wong. One out later with two outs, Omar draws a walk. But on the ball for a wild pitch, Wong goes all the way to third base on that, some aggressive base running, and it's set up Eduardo Escobar. Here he comes. Escobar! Way back! Way
6: gone! Three run blast! That guy's gonna fit in very nicely <laughs> in a Brewer uniform. Second homer as a Brewer, his first here at American Family Field.
3: Man, okay, so get ready for some more of that, the uh, final couple of months here. Six zip. As uh then Daniel Norris pitches a scoreless eighth, and you're thinking, "Well, you know what? Let's get Axford some work. Let's get a look. Crowd going crazy. This was his entrance tonight. All right, so we'll we'll have that for you. It was uh I you know, again, I, I think special season special stories and nice attempt on the Axford, and we'll we'll check on the injury. Craig Council will speak. Here in just a second, but here was his entrance as heard on Valley Sports, Wisconsin. I like it. The X
6: Men. Man, I got goosebumps when he came out of that bullpen. His memories of 2011 when he was rocking.
3: I mean, that that really is cool, guys. And and, and I'm with B.A. right there on Valley Sports Wisconsin. And, boy, it didn't go as uh, scheduled or as planned as uh, he hits the first batter, allows a couple of base hits, a bases loaded walk to Ben Gamble, of all people. Can we just stop that, Ben? Um and and things got a little dicey there as they put up a couple of runs. They're going to have to go to Boxberger and uh he nails it down. Did he officially he gets the save, I do believe. And a Brewers 6 to 2 victory. 21 games over 500 and they're 10 and 5 since the break scoring average uh 6 plus runs a game since the break. And in the last four games head-to-head against the Pittsburgh Pirates, they have outscored them thirty-four to five. Now, again, you can say that this is the thing. No one's going to give you credit for beating up on uh, on the Pittsburgh Pirates when you beat up on them thirty-four to five. I think you do have to give some credit. Uh, a good, a good, really good team is supposed to do that against a really bad team. Now, will the Pittsburgh Pirates bounce up here in the next? You know, a couple of games here and maybe the next series in about a week or so. Maybe they'll bounce up and, and win a baseball game. Someone may haul off and just throw, you know, a great game. Maybe it's Stephen Brault tomorrow. I think there's rumors of him starting, but uh, we'll see. 799-1250, we'll get to council here in just a second. But, uh, Big Rig, you're next on the fan. What do you say, my man?
10: Hey, what's up, Tim? Yeah, I was actually about 10 feet uh, from where the Escobar home run hit in the bleachers. It was Oh, great. Nice. Yeah, just going crazy out there. Put a put a photo up on social media of the kid who caught the ball uh, in a Nebraska baseball jersey of all things. But
5: anyway, <laughs> okay. uh,
10: yeah, it was, it was another great night at the ballpark, and it's been a while since I've called in, so I'll, I'll generalize a little bit. Uh, but yeah, obviously the team's going well. Twenty-one games over. It, it's so much fun just this summer. I, I hear every single night after the game, Timmy saying how much fun this summer's been, and you're absolutely right. I'm right there with you. Um, a huge moment for Axford. It was so much fun being a part of that. Uh, hopefully, you know, gets the best diagnosis possible here uh, after you, you tell everybody about the injury news. But, um, yeah, it's really looking up for this team. Special season, like you said, special moments. Um, nostalgia is definitely a part of sports, and I'm looking forward to doing everything that we can down the stretch here and uh, hopefully pulling away.
3: Well, I think you've had a conversation or two probably with Axford, haven't you? Or did you never get to him? Did he hang up?
10: No, I'm here. Uh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, actually, I, I haven't. I didn't cover uh, John directly. No.
3: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't know if that overlapped or not. But you know, again, you're looking at it. Uh, uh, maybe a a need number one. Okay, I get that. But it also sends a message that they're more than willing to try these things, and that's why you got to give the front office some of the credit here for at least attempting. How many times have we? Have we talked about it on the air, saying, why wouldn't you just pick up that guy? If it doesn't work out, just cut him. Well, it looks like they're doing some of that.
5: Yeah, and I
10: mean, there's other places you could go. Jeremy Jeffress is pitching professionally in indie ball right now. If you need another right-handed arm, maybe you can go get him. Um, but the, yeah, there's options out there. There's things to do. David Stearns has shown, has proven over the years that he's willing to be creative uh, with some of the guys he's picked up in trades at the deadline, some of the guys that we expected, why is he picking him up? And then, you know, Jordan Lyles, David, Drew pomeranz they all go off. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's it's really, you know, have our faith in him. Um, and these guys that he's brought in all season long, you had a caller earlier when I got in the car talk about Adamas. Roddy Teles is obviously doing his thing. Escobar's fit right in, swinging the bat well. Um, it's really looking like this could be a fun push through the summer and into the fall, Tim.
3: Well, don't waste it, man. All right, Adam, always a, always a pleasure. There's Big Rig. Um, You know, don't, don't waste it. Don't waste the opportunity. Don't, don't skip over all this fun here. And we talked about that last, you know, probably early June. We said, hey, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and on a nightly basis, I understand you guys are busy. You know, I'm certainly, as a Brewers fan, uh, really big time lucky that, you know, I, I would follow this as many pitches as I could anyway, and maybe more so than the normal person. But since I do this, I get to enjoy all of this. And even on a tough loss in a weird way, that's kind of fun. I know people give me grief about that. There's no fun in losing seven to one. Well, in a way, that's the, the conversation. It's part of the journey, uh, if you will. They're not going to win every game. But you're probably going to start to catch more Brewers baseball than you have throughout the first four months. That would be my guess, and that's typically the way it happens. And I can promise you that y- we will get some grief about you know, some of the fan base saying, hey, if you weren't on from the start, then you're not allowed to get on the bus, the bandwagon, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they're all right. Welcome them in because it's going to be crazy. And by the way, I'm not paid to sell tickets down in American Family Field. I think I should be. Uh, but for whatever reason, I'm not. Um, I'm a great ambassador for, for the organization. There's no question. But I would start buying your tickets. I, I really would. Because if this team continues to do this, again, look at their record. That's not a fluke. This is this is not a fluke here. You, you would say that about any, any team that's 64 and 43. Tickets are going to be a, a hot item in September. I know school's going on, and I get all that, but that doesn't matter when you have a high-end team. I would highly advise you grab a Brewer schedule, jump online, and just grab some tickets. If you can't make it, yeah, I'm sure they'll go used, or you can resell them, do whatever you want with them. Sam, does that make sense? Because this thing is going to snowball.
4: Oh, Tim, if
3: Christian Yelch gets going too, I mean, yep. it's over. I mean, in terms of demand. Right, yeah. There's tickets available now 23000 pretty, Pretty damn good for a Monday night. But you, you fast forward, when we really start kicking into, mm, uh, I won't even talk about it. There's still a lot of fun to be had. I would love to talk playoff rotation with you. <laughs> trying, to, trying to hold off for as long as I can. I just cannot help myself, though, in thinking about that. All right, so Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, a 6-2 final tonight. They take care of business here. A little bit of a tighter game early and through the mid portion, but I think Escobar, everyone agrees the knockout blow there. One swing Uh, way back and way gone, as Brian Anderson said on the call. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up and uh, if you guys want to jump in here 799-1250 Brewers win again. We'll be back here on The Fan.
2: What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 6-2
3: 6-2 final, Brewers take game one of this three-game set and continue the role that they're on. And I was just thinking during the break there, Sam, I, I might just, you know, heed my own advice here. And that is, I haven't, I was just thinking, that while I was smoking a cigarette, I haven't been to a Brewers game without working. Whew. Um, I, I can't remember. That's not I, good. I know that. And I used to years ago, I, th- I think uh, longtime listeners know that I would just um, just, just go uh, with, without working. And, you know, they, they always, whoever fills in for me, they, they always want to get me on the air after the game. It's like, man, dude, you know, I went as a fan. I've been drinking. I've been, <laughs> I've been drinking and eating and having some fun. So, I you know, I'm debating this weekend. If I can find a fill-in, I I may just go on Friday or Saturday. I would definitely try it. It's it's going to be a great game against the Giants. Any one of those games. Anyone. I think there's a Yelich bobble on Sunday, I want to say. Right? There's a bobble on Sunday. I just don't know if it's Yelich. Actually, I think it is. I think it's the 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, I need to run that up the – the flagpole here with the, uh, with the station here. But I, I, you know, I missed that part of it. I heard, and you know, what turned the corner for me here to, to think that was the entrance by Axford. Now we're not going to get that every night where there's a story like that, but it, it honestly was the, uh, rowdy chance and not that I'm guaranteeing rowdy Teles will even be on this roster by the end of the year. I don't know. I mean, that might be one of those difficult decisions that they have to make. He does have an option. Um, but that got me going like, man, I'm missing this. I'm, <laughs> I, You know, so we're lucky in that sense that we get to do what we do, but also on the other side, I don't get to do what you guys do either. I'm I'm a little jealous in that regard. Heading out to the uh, smoking deck and beer in hand and the whole deal. Yeah, I got to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get that done. All right. Before we hear from Craig Council, by the way, we're gonna hear from Eduardo Escobar as well, and it looks like and sounds like he's fitting right in here with this uh, Brewer squad and the season that they're on. Let's get Mike in here, Mike. Um, yeah. So, yeah, is that what I should do this weekend?
11: That? What's that? Are you getting me in before these guys? Yes. I love you guys. Um. You know, you're talking about cigarettes. There's some I smoked when I was in my 30s, and it's kind of like taking a time out. You can look around. You can think. Not a lot of people around you. And you could smoke in the bar back then, but I'm glad I quit. I can't afford $20 a day. But more power to you. Now, I wanted to get this Miller Park playoffs. I think I said this Saturday night. Road games? Miller Park, parking lot, home games, Uh, Deer District. Call it the Brew District, right?
3: Okay, yep.
11: Makes sense, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it does. I want to
11: get to Braun. I I like to think of myself as getting in their brain, and I know what he's thinking. He's watching these games. He's watching that dugout. Kids are going to be going to school. They're old enough. Yep, I yep, think he yep, will yep. will come back. That's my prediction. Because you don't know Yelich, you don't know what you got there. Thanks, Tim.
3: You got it, Mike. Yeah, I just again, I hope it happens. Feels like it should. I don't know if it will, but it feels like it should. Yeah, I mean, I would love to know if there was. Any conversations even going on? Hell, he was at Miller uh, American Family Field just a couple of weeks ago with the owner. Yeah, sitting right in Ananasio's seats.
4: There's no way that there's no conversation going on without you know him sitting there.
3: And I don't think I think there's a lot of respect by Ananasio and Stearns toward Braun. But you can't tell me that human nature didn't didn't set in and say, Ronnie, what do you think, man? Seriously, do do. You know, because some of the moves may have been based on you know, maybe uh, the, the pulse of Ryan Braun. I don't know. I mean, it just makes sense, Sam. I think you're right that you know, you're, you're on his private plane. You didn't talk to him about it. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. And Mike's right. Ronnie, to watch this team and to look at some of the fun that's going on and, and the, the potent talent that's on this team this year, Ah, it's got to be a gravitational pull. I, w- I would say. All right, let's get to uh, Craig Council. Got to be pleased as the roll continues after a six-two victory.
9: Craig, can you tell us anything about Axford?
12: Uh, yeah. I mean, he just he was experiencing pain in the last couple pitches that he threw. Um, kind of back of the elbow. So <laughs> we're going to get an MRI tomorrow. Um, and see where we're at with it.
9: That, that goes without saying, Counts, that's got to be disappointing just for everybody after that long away.
12: Yeah, no, it's it's not the way uh, you want it to go. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, the, the fact that he got himself back here is a, a real credit to him. Um, if it doesn't, I, you know, you want the story to be good every night. Um, sometimes there's some, some – Unfortunate stories as well. Craig, big, big uh, impact night for Eduardo Escobar. That's that's what you're envisioning when you trade for a guy like that, isn't it? I mean, maybe not necessarily four times on base, but just those impact at-bats. Yeah, no, I mean, he had a, he had a huge night. Um, four great at-bats. You know, the, the two walks he worked, he, he really earned them. Um, obviously, when he hit, when he hit the triple, it was, you know, it's a one-nothing game, and that Um, gave us a little breathing room and then the, the big, the big blow with the three run homer. So, um, that's a huge night for sure. Craig, what about the consistency that Eric Lauer has given you guys over the last month or so? I mean, he's really turned things around. Yeah. I mean, he's pitched really well for a, for a really good amount of time now. Um, I mean, he's pitched well all season. I, I, I should amend that because he's done a nice job for us all year. And uh, he's been, he's been consistent. And these, you know, we we talk a lot about those, you know, Freddie, Woody, and um, Corbin. But these, these Adrian, Brett, and, and Eric have been really, really good at all, at, lately, for sure. You know, in the last month or so, so they're doing their jobs. And that's that's five shutout innings, and um, you know, put us in a, put us in a position to win. Put our put our bullpen in a chance to, in a, in a position to, you know, do their jobs. That bunt, how helpful was that too? The bunt hit there that Lauer got, and that all took the lead. I know Bryce. Yeah, will, yeah, was yeah Eric, Eric handles the bat really well. I think we've seen that. Um, he swings the bat well. He bunts well. So he's he helps himself on offense. I think we've seen it seen it before this year. Um, he's very capable with the bat. Craig, I think five of the six runs tonight scored with two outs. Is that just a good example of, you know, keeping the line moving, putting some good at-bats together there? Yeah, well, the sixth inning was the big one. We, you know, we got nothing going on with two outs and an Omar walk and then a triple and a um, and then a, and then a bunch – and then, you know, walk, walk, or, and ended up great at-bat by Tyrone to get that third run in. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought we did a nice job. Kind of taking what they gave us tonight. It was didn't didn't put up the big number till the till the seventh, but but um we took we did a nice job taking what they gave us and kind of on non-traditional rallies a little bit.
9: Craig, six runs has been your magic number a lot since the all-star break. What, what has this stretch done for the club to play some games where you're putting you know a significant number of runs on the board game after game?
12: Um, well, I, I, think that's, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's led to some wins. Um, I, 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 mean, I mean, I think that's what you're hoping for consistency from your offense. I mean, you know, six runs is a really good offensive night. Um, you should win a lot of games scoring six runs. Any, any team wins a lot of games scoring six runs. So it's gonna, It's going to lead to a lot of wins. And it means, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's the magic number or not, but it's you want to call it that. Can go with that. Um, uh, It it means yeah, a good offensive night. Um, You put that many runs on the board; it's a good offensive night.
9: I wondered whether you thought there might be some benefit just to take some of the stress off of some games. You know, it's not one run game after one run game. I I I thought maybe you'd feel there was some benefit beyond. I don't.
12: uh, I don't. I don't feel healthier personally after that because of that, but um, um, you know. Murph might.
3: I think Murph does. Yeah. Anything else?
9: Craig, just one one more on Escobar, if you don't mind, you know, he's a veteran guy he's been traded before, but to have a game like that in his first game in the home park, do you think that's important even for a guy who's been around the block?
12: I, I think it's important to contribute. Um, you know, the same way we talk about a guy who's struggling and, and wants that that game where he feels like he does something good. But I think, you know, I, I think the home run in in Atlanta was was big. Um, th- this was his kind of first like big game. Um, so I, I think those are, I think they are important. It doesn't, I don't think it has to come in the first home game, but um, I think you want to have that game. You know, you you make it, you, you feel like you got traded for and. Significant trade, um, and you know you want to you want to contribute, um, and, and you want to you know he's he's a really he's a good player, and and he has the, the ability to have games like that, and so I think it puts you it makes you feel uh, part of part of the group for sure um, when, when you have games like that, and let's you, let's just you settle in um, to the group.
2: Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
3: Uh, you just heard Craig Council there give you an update on John Axford and MRI coming soon. And then Eduardo Escobar, Adam McCalvey, uh Pepper and uh, Craig Council with some questions there. And our ABC audio video play of the game in this Brewers 6-2 victory. Yeah, it was a little light on the offense throughout the uh, good chunk of uh, four or five innings. Uh, they scratch across a, a couple of more runs in that 6 they They're up three zip. And, yeah, you always want a little more cushion than that. You can handle your bullpen a little bit differently. And you got that with a couple of runners aboard in that seventh inning with our play of the game.
6: Here he comes, Escobar. Way back. Way gone. Three-run blast! That guy's going to fit in very nicely in a Brewer uniform. Second homer as the Brewer, his first here at American Family Field.
3: Well, there it was on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Let's get uh, – we're going to hear from Eduardo Escobar up next, and uh, let's get CJ in here. CJ, you're next on the fan.
13: Hey, franchise. Good evening. What's happening? Hey, uh – Uh, One thing about uh, – a buddy of mine sent me a a text on this Axford uh, pickup that we had Mm -hmm. today. I heard the Brewers paid $1 to pick up Axford. I'm not sure if you heard that or not.
3: (laughs) That's – well, uh, there's uh, some funky rules in in Major League (laughs) Baseball, and I think Stern's found one.
13: So, hey, another thing is uh, that neighborhood play – That was one of the, um, that rule is one of the worst rules that they ever allowed to happen, like just being in a neighborhood of of touching the base. I mean, I just despise that rule. I mean, do you have to be in a neighborhood for first base? or third base. No, but second base can be in the neighborhood. That's that was just crap. Yeah, they all the eliminated way around.
3: that. I want to say four or five years ago. So, somewhere in there. Well, I mean, and, that
13: should have been a that should have never even been a thing. That should have never even been a thing.
3: I agree and, with you. I agree with you. I, and I griped about that on this very show for, for years. And w-
13: one other thing, Timmy, um, I'm going to the game on Sunday. I got a huge party going on through bar. And you're more than welcome to uh, come hang out. Uh, if you want to be incognito, that's fine. But uh, you can come you know, and hang if,
3: out. If I, I, I'll tell you what, um, I, I'm going to have Sam put you back on hold, and just I don't know if you've got the coordinates of where you're going to be. But if it is Sunday, then I'll, I'll certainly stop by.
13: Yep. yeah. And it is a yellow bob. Uh, yellow bobblehead.
3: It is uh, yeah,
13: okay. Yeah, it's yep. Yeah, yeah, it's bobblehead for sure. All
3: right, very good. I'll put you back on hold here, and then just tell Sam give give him some details. And if it is Sunday, you can count on it, CJ. Oh yeah, it's as long funny, as you have sure, a cold, brother. as long as you have a cold highlight for me, I'm, I'm oh, all good. Oh well, there'll be plenty
13: of beer for you, brother. <laughs> all
3: right, all right. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. All right, seven right, 799-1250. Uh, not much time left, but we do have to hear from Eduardo Escobar. As uh, boy, he had a game tonight. RBI triple, three-run homer, couple of walks. Mm, Going to fit in quite nicely in this offense, that's for sure. Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan.
2: Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select right now buy one get one free plus no payments for an entire year call them today at 262-703-3500
3: you know you fit right in when craig council has a nickname for you already and refers to you as esky he did that over the weekend in atlanta so then then you know you're you're on a good path but Eduardo Escobar, a uh, an RBI triple, a three run home run, a couple of walks, all part of a Brewers six to two victory. Here's what he had to say after the win.
9: Eduardo, what does it mean to you to have a game like that in your first game in front of these home fans?
14: For me, it's, it's great. I'm so happy today, you know. So I talked to Elly, you know, I last couple of days. I feel uh, a little bit scary. Not scary, you know. You, you, it's, it's normally when you come into a new team, you, you you, know, you're a happy guy. I'm a really happy guy. But today, uh, I talked to my wife my family this morning. I say, you know what? Today's my day. Today's time to show the people how, how happy you are you know, every day. So I'm bringing my best energy today. I touch too of the people. It's, it's, for me. I'm really happy because the the okay. coach, the players, he is so nice. It's nice to me. He pushed me. i hey, man, be yourself. Be yourself. I think it's a one the secret um, today for me because now you know I say I'm feeling at home right now. So it's, it's very important. You know, but I'm so happy, and especially this great game today and for from, for from yeah. my first game here and for the people. I think it's a very important. But um, the most important is you win the game.
12: Eduardo, you've been on different teams before. How how long do you think it takes to really feel comfortable with a new team? Are it's, you here right now?
14: Yeah, it's, it's it's really hard when the two three day. You know, you feel today. I say it's my fourth day here, so I'm feel i feel. Yeah. You know, I so say okay. You know why? It's you. Be you, because this is when you come into the new team, you feel unsure oh, a bit be nice to everybody so this thing these people here coming to me quick you know hey amen uh, be yourself you know, be happy every day i, I like your yeah. energy so today i'm coming today with my good energy say and now is when i take it, the, the far back i'm walking and say now it's me i feel my energy inside to me and say now it's you man yes you guys. You, you you can do it so um it's really hard when you trade it uh, you know, start with the team. You come a new team. You know, you you be quiet a little bit, but a couple of days be fine. So today, uh, feel different. You know, feel enhanced. So that's the most important.
12: Was it important to you to kind of make a good first impression on these fans here playing the first home game as a Brewer? Or was that important to you?
14: It's very important. You know, I, when you come in and play here in this this stadium with different team and uh, saw the time, the, the, the people coming here every day and support the team. That why what is the secret? Uh, uh, it's very important. The people support the team, but for me, it's it's, it's, it's very good. I'm so happy. It got the great game today because you know the people here maybe saw me and different and different things. But when it's better, it's different. When I saw you, when the the whole team, you know, so I'm so happy. We had a great game. But I'm continue every day fighting my back, coming here, my best energy every day, and help the team win. I think it's, it's the most important for me.
9: Eduardo, what are you going to do? There's no FOGO in
14: Milwaukee. <laughs> you know why? It's, it's, re- it's really funny because in Texas, I'm big Texas, uh, you know, the front office for FOGO the Challenge is in Texas. I had a meeting with the owner, to the president, to all the good people from FOGO the Show over there. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you guys traded me uh, in Texas, I, I called the people there and traded to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, you high how FOGO the show. You need open one FOGO the Chow immediately in mm-hmm. Milwaukee so I don't know, so you, saw, so you guys saw Twitter, they follow the show he put something on Twitter, make sure you guys uh, check it out, follow, uh, the Twitter follow the show, you see what's the lady uh, the the from, from follow the show, put it in mm-hmm. Twitter to the to the people here so hopefully, I don't know what's my future here or not, but my, most important is coming here for Wimbus, stay for a more long time here, more years 1 million percent, you will see follow the show in this city for sure.
9: <laughs> if we help make this happen, can we get one of those black cards?
14: Hey, see, I'm bringing Fogo the child to here. I, 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 I'll be Fogo free for you guys to everybody here. <laughs> i I'm, you guys coming with me to, to Fogo? <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, there he is, Eduardo Escobar. He's going to be in a Brewers uniform for many years, huh? I wouldn't mind that. Would not mind that at all. I mean, you've got just – see, we've already nutshelled after the Brewers win the World Series. We're already working on next year. So, Avi may be gone. Lorenzo Cain, final year of his deal. So, I mean, there's some room there. Now, still a lot of uh, road to hoe here uh, in the 21 championship season. They get the victory tonight, 6-2 the final. They'll go after game two. And with a win tomorrow, they'll take the series again. And uh, pitching matchups, as I uh, said about an hour ago, Hauser, Anderson, and tonight's starter, Eric Lauer, just not getting enough love. And you heard Greg Council reiterate that. You're looking at ERAs for these three guys, 350, 367, 369. And one of these guys, name is Eric, uh, I should say Adrian Hauser, is going tomorrow for the crew, Sam.
4: Yes, he is. Looking forward to it.
3: And he will go opposite Kranich, is that right? Yeah, so far still listed as Kranich for tomorrow. Okay, I think that may be in debate, though. We'll see. Might be Brault. And if it is, we got a little treat for you tomorrow night after the game. Just saying. Uh, Those uh, that listened, what was it, last year or the year before? I think it was 19. Uh, you got a treat, so we'll see if we can repeat that performance tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for us uh, tomorrow. First pitch seven ten. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove as uh, the Brewers go after two in a row in the series and continue to play good baseball. That's the main thing, as Craig Council would say, consistent baseball. For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the rest of your night or morning, as it were. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.